Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to continue our conversation that's been going on the last couple of days, talk a little bit more about uh, tensions in the country, because I got another message, and it's got some unpleasant stuff in it. We're going to skip over that. I've been listening to you talk about race the last few days, and while you bring up some good points, you seem to not understand how radical black people have become. They aren't seeking the equality Martin Luther King spoke of. They want everything changed. I listened with an open mind. Maybe start a dialogue with your black viewers and ask them why they've strayed so far from the original vision and keep demanding more. <laughs> you think what you hear today is radical, huh? No. <laughs> Not at all. Not, not at all. I'll give you a radical if you want, though. White Americans must recognize that justice for black people cannot be achieved without radical changes in the structure of our society. Whites, and we need to say this frankly because... They're not putting any effort to re-educate themselves out of their racial ignorance. It is uh, it's an aspect of their sense of superiority that the white people of America believe they have, well, so little to learn. The reality of substantial investment to assist black Americans into the 21st century, the idea of adjusting to black neighbors and genuine school integration is still a nightmare for all too many white Americans. These are the deepest causes for contemporary uh, abrasions between the races. Loose and easy language about equality. Resonant resolutions about brotherhood. Yeah, they fall pleasantly on the ear and all that. But I would imagine for them, there's a little bit of a credibility gap. Something they can't overlook. Because they remember that with each modest advance, the white population promptly raises the argument that black people have come far enough. Each step forward accents an ever-present tendency to backlash. The evils of capitalism are as real as the evils of militarism and racism. The problems of racial injustice and economic injustice cannot be solved without a radical redistribution of political and economic power. How's that for radical? Probably a little hard to listen to. It's hard to say, too, because the calling to speak is often a vocation of agony. And some people probably just got it. Um, you know, that part where I'm talking about how somebody pops up to say that you know, they've come far enough. I imagine they hit a little close to home. Thing is, that wasn't for you. 
literally. That was not for you. I mean, not directly anyway. It wasn't in response to your message because it was written in 1967 by Martin Luther King. He wrote that knowing you would exist today. Um, you might want to uh, think about the fact that everything I just said, with the exception of when my hand was in the frame, was a quote from him in 1967. It's not that these ideas are radical. They've been around half a century. I had to make minor changes to it because, you know, he used a word for black people that I don't. And I had to change 20th century to 21st century because it's taken that long. They're not demanding more. It's the same thing for half a century. Maybe you should do a little bit of reading and find out what that original vision really was. Because it is way more than I have a dream. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.